time for the next wave. Scores! Braden Point got it done. 35 seconds into overtime. There are great players. Ryan O'Reilly, come get the Conn Smythe Trophy. Superstars. Puck up three, From Craig Bergeron, who tied the game and won it in overtime. Even Hall of Famers after the first round. Becky scores! All right, let's get now to the next wave. And we're starting with uh, uh, Zeon Nybeck, a uh, left winger and a right winger. Uh, played with uh, HV71 in Sweden, and he's ranked 52 on the Craigslist. Now, he spent the majority of the time last year in the Swedish Junior League. I uh, did get some time in the SHL. What can you tell me about the competition he faced last year as he had 1.6 points per game? Well, the junior league in Sweden is a very good junior league. It's It's got lots of skill. It's got lots of pace in the league. So that's a very good league. But, I mean, Zion is, is a very good skater. He's, he's quick and he's fast. And, and those two things are different. You know, you can be fast when you need to be fast, but you also need to be quick to, to, to see an opportunity and to operate and to shake a defender. And, and, and Zeon, you know, he's got great confidence with the puck. He's got confidence offensively. And, and that's what his game is. You know, you, you look back at, a, at, at different players that, that have emerged. Like, you know, the, I think the easy player to say he would be like is like Jesper Bratt of, of the New Jersey Devils because Jesper isn't the biggest of players, but he's fast and he's in the fight and he's in the battle. And and I think the same thing with Nyback is that you're looking at a player that's going to need some physical maturity, obviously. But once that happens, he's got some elements in his game that are really, really, really intriguing. And, you know, scoring is not easy to do at any level. Because if it was, everybody would do it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you just mentioned about his points per game. Pretty bloody impressive is what I would say. Yeah, no doubt. And and he seems to be, I, I wasn't able to see a whole lot of video, but from what I did, he seems to be nimble and agile, changes speed, directions, backs defenders off. Where, uh, among his own skill set, where would you rank skating? Is it like the best skill that he has? Or is it, you know, where is the skating among his own skill set? Because he seems to get around the ice pretty uh it's pretty fun to watch him get around the ice. Actually. Yeah, he, yeah. Well, and I think that's a good. He, he's a very good skater, and and his game is predicated on skating. You, you, when I use the term, uh, when I say there's a difference between being fast and quick, you, you have to be fast to back off defenders. You have to be quick to to recognize those situations, and and quickness helps you more in tight areas. Speed helps you more in terms of creating. Uh, distance and creating space for yourself. When I say distance, distance between your opponents, but he threatens. He threatens with his speed, and and because he's quick to recognize that, and he and and he can get to those spots. You have to you have to be able to understand when he's on the ice how he can beat you. But he, he plays the game with his speed. He plays the game with respect to how he's going to move forward. Uh, offensively and and he's going to attack that that's what he does and obviously you mentioned it before he's going to get bigger and that's that only takes time uh, you know there's no miracle cure to all of a sudden uh, be two inches and uh, 20 pounds heavier so he's going to work on that in time he'll probably try to add as much bulk to his frame as 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 he can handle but 
as for the rest of the areas of his game, because that's something that he can work on off the ice. What are the things on the ice that you think he needs to improve on, um, you know, to, to develop or, you know, to uh, uh, just to, to become a better player? I'm a big believer is that, you know, number one, play to your strengths. Don't play the game on the, on the opponent's terms. Like he's not going to be a player that's going to go and run over anybody. So just go and play the game the way you need to play the game that, you know, use your speed, use your quickness, be good around the net, get open at the right time. It's like, if you're going to ask any player, and I'll use Zeon here as an example, if you're going to ask him to go and crash and bang on the boards and do those things, you're, you're always going to be disappointed. But when you watch how he plays and you watch how he attacks and you watch how he plays offensively, keep encouraging him to do that. I told a young player, I'll share this with you. A, a, a former, he was a first round draft pick in, in the NHL draft a few years back. And he was a very, very good offensive player. And uh, he, he uh, scored. He wasn't a big guy. And he asked me, he was going to his first NHL training camp. So I was sitting with his, with his father and him. One day, and I said, "Okay, you're going to your first training camp. Here's the three things you need to do to make sure that you emphasize as you go to your first training camp." I said, "Number one, when you're coming down the wing, he was a right wing left shot." I said, "When you're coming down the wing, don't miss the net far wide," because I said that means that the other team can transition quickly. That doesn't play to your strength. Number two, when you're coming down and you want to make a play through the middle of the ice laterally, you better wire that puck. You better not float it across because if you float it across, it's too easily intercepted. Guess what? Transition the other way. Number three, when you're below the goal line in the offensive zone, do not be flipping the puck out into the, into the slot area on hope plays, what I call starting the other team's breakout. Because guess what? They're going the other way. I said, your game is offense. If you're not good in those three areas and you're costing your team in those three areas, I don't care where you stand on the defensive zone. You're never going to see the ice. So you better be good in your strengths. And, you know, the, the player was said to me, he goes, oh, wow, I never thought about that. I said, well, what is, what's, this, what, what's your calling card? It's offense. You're going to have the puck. Don't shoot it wide. So you asked me about Zeon Nyback, play to your strengths. Skate. Put the puck on the net. Don't make, don't make soft plays into the middle of the ice. And when you have it in the offensive zone, hold it. Be strong with it. You watch players like Jake Gensel. They're not the biggest players. They don't create. They don't create challenges for themselves that put the other team in an advantageous position. Craig joins us on the UFFS hotline. Scouting is a huge part of uh, the ultimate franchise fantasy sports platform and the lifeblood of uh, the ufhl any free agent goes through a scout so you can get in the game where you own the game and start putting your scouting talent to good use check it out at www.uffsports.com and craig you're obviously a part of high level scouting which is affiliated with duckman's domination my team and and you know with in on the scouting end you guys are stockpiling 2021 picks as far as those that are going to get auctioned off. And on the franchise end, I've been stockpiling 2021 draft picks as well. Um, for, for guys in the UFFS, uh, you know, is the 2020 draft or the 2021 draft, as you look at them at a whole, what draft would you concentrate on if you were stockpiling picks? 
Okay, so you're trying to stockpile picks. So when you're when you're stockpiling picks, you're, you you want to use those picks to find gems, diamonds in the rough. So the 2020 draft has already been pretty much evaluated deeper down into those numbers, right? Mm -hmm. 2021 draft hasn't been. So, you know, I, I think both drafts are really good. I think there's more defensemen in the top end of the 2021 draft and more forwards at the top end of the 2020 draft. But if you're trying to find those gems to use those picks on players that can turn out to be really good, try to try to do your homework and try to unearth, do a little digging, do a little mining on the players in the 2021 draft. That's mm -hmm. where you can make hay. Listen, what did... Uh, what did uh, Sam Pollock always do? He used to trade picks for the future. Do you know why? Because he why? knew what the drafts were going to look like. And then right. everybody goes, how did these guys show up? Well, I'll, I'll tell you how they showed up. They showed up because he had the picks and he was paying attention to the future. That's where yeah. you find the gems. That's what we're doing. All right, speaking of the future, let's get to Cross Hannes, left winger from Portland, ranked 73rd on the Craigslist. And a, a guy who definitely has the flair for the dramatic, scored 30 in his two years so far with Portland, and a few of them from behind the net in that lacrosse fashion. Do you like the the uh, the creativity, the flair for the dramatic with this player? I don't care how players score. <laughs> like I, I, I like players that score. I guess that's what I would say. And I, I, I think when when you watch a player score, they do it a lot. I mean, Nils Hoglander has scored goals uh, lacrosse style. Andre Svechnikov has scored goals lacrosse style. Just Give me the guys that score. I, I want players that are bold, that have the initiative to score. I don't care how they do it. So the fact that he has some flair, I, I think that's great. I think too much of the time in hockey, Dean, and straightforward here with you, I, I, I think we we, we kind of thumb our noses at players with flair or creativity. And, and I think it's long past due that we move past that idea. You know, the game is exciting. We see some terrific, talented players that try different things. We need to celebrate it. We need to do that more. And if Cross Hannes has some flair in how he scores goals or how, he, or how a player celebrates, I got no problem with it. All right, good stuff. Me too. So 22 goals this past year. Uh, from what I saw, he's not afraid to hold on to the puck, maybe try to get a better angle, circle around, or a better opportunity. Now, I saw the successful ones on YouTube. Is that a strength for him, or does it happen a lot of other times without a goal at, at the, the end of the play? Because nobody puts, or very rarely do they put non-highlights on YouTube, but I saw a few of those. H how does it happen most of the time? Is that a good part of his game? Well, I, I, I think that, you know, we use the term uh, process, right? Mm -hmm. if, if Cross was a better goal scorer, he'd have 40 goals. So I'm going to go back to evaluating what a player is. Are you drafting him because you think he's going to be this prolific goal scorer? I would say no. But the areas of his game, you talk about holding the puck, competing, driving the net. He creates lots of those opportunities. And when you have players that have different styles and different approaches to what you ask them to be strong in, in, in their areas of strength. And, and to me, that's all you're asking. That's what you're drafting cross Hannes for. If, if you, if you're going to draft them and say, Oh, we think we're drafting a 40 goal score. I think you're going to be disappointed. But mm -hmm. if you draft him and say, listen, here's what he does really well. Here's where I think he can help our team. Here's where I think he can complement some of our players. Then, then I think you're going to be really happy. And 
if, if he scored 40 in Portland, I don't think we'd be talking about him in the second or third round. Yeah, he wouldn't be in the next wave. He'd be in uh, the top <laughs> talent exactly. segment. He has a good size as far as his frame, and and you know you hope that it fills out over time. I mean, Kyle Turris comes to mind as a guy who seemed like a preteen when he was in junior in the BCHL. So guys do uh, fill out in time. How do you think uh, Cross Hannes will be able to change or, or or maybe develop his game for the better with that strength and that time? What is is there something that can add to his game with just muscle mass and strength? Well, I mean, what, with physical maturity, I'll, I'll just lump it all under physical maturity, Dean. And what I would say is, yeah, it gives you greater confidence to be able to uh, assert yourself and, and, and not only assert yourself, but also know that, that I can gain an advantage here. When, when you're not as strong, you, you, you're going to put in an effort, but you also realize I might not be able to have as much success. And I think that, you know, as, as players physically mature in that regard and you play a certain style, like I think the way Cross plays, it's inherent in how he plays. He, he's going to play, you know, aggressive and forward and on you. So when he gets that physical maturity, it's going to allow him to be that much better. And, and, and as he becomes better at it, he's going to gain more confidence with it. And, and that's why I always try to differentiate between what I call developmental weaknesses and inherent weaknesses. What I see in Cross in this area is just straight development. This is a serious message. Craig Button joins us on the Ultimate Franchise Fantasy Sports Hotline. Become a scout and make money while providing prospects to the Ultimate Franchise Hockey League. What you talking about, mister? Pay that man his money. I'm your huckleberry. Check out the details at www.uffsports.com. It's serious. I like it a lot. I said we got a winner. UFFS, you own the game.